This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. And before I get into my podcast, Glam Mirror, I want to talk to you about a question that a lot of my viewers are tweeting me about skincare. And if I have any tips on how to make your skin look softer and smoother. And believe it or not, it's hydration. It's drinking enough water. And sometimes getting enough water is hard because let's face it, um, it doesn't always taste that great. It's kind of boring. So how can you spruce up your water and make it really flavorful? I found something called Motive Pure, which is an electrolyte mixed solution that you put into water. And actually what this stuff does, it has electrolytes like sodium and potassium and magnesium. And it actually helps your water taste better and yummy with no calories, no weird colors, and no sugar. So adequate hydration is crucial, especially in the winter months and the colder months for a whole lot of reasons. You know, these lower temperatures trick us into thinking we're not thirsty. The air has less humidity, which makes our skin dull. And I don't know about you guys, but my lips are so chapped and flaky this time of year. It doesn't matter what chapstick I wear. So it's always a sign of dehydration. And the way I get my hydrations is with Motive Pure. I mix it into my water bottle and I'm able to drink a lot more water because it's tasty and yummy. So Motive Pure comes in really portable one ounce bottles that I just throw in my purse and I mix with my water all day long. And I found that it really helps me stay hydrated in these really cold winter months. So check it out. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tabitha Samir, and I am taping out of CBS Studios in Los Angeles with my co-host, Lila Arcieri, the original Vibrant Thing. Hi, Lila. Hello. How are you, Tab? I'm great, and I want to welcome the cutest man on television, David Cruz, handsome cast member of Millionaire Matchmaker from Bravo Television. Welcome, David. Thank you so much. for ha- That is the greatest introduction I've ever had. <laughs> well, you're very cute. Yes. Well, you're so expect. handsome. Thank you. And he's also the founder of FindingCupid.com. And David is here to drop a couple exclusives about the Millionaire Matchmaker Ooh. and teach me and myself and Lila, what we're doing wrong with dating, and all of you ladies out there. So welcome, David. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're in L.A. I know. I can't believe this. And I have to tell you all, I fell in love with David watching him on The Millionaire Matchmaker. He was the Uh. first gay matchmaker in Patty Stanger's history. Yeah. Eight seasons. What happened? Seriously. (laughs) I know. But you came on and killed it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And you were, you know, you're so stylish and you were so kind and so approachable. And so I was watching you and then I was doing my show about dating, The Singles Project. And the whole time David's watching me. I was watching. I'm watching watching you. (laughs) I was watching. My mom's watching me. Yeah. And I was tweeting. 
And I, I was like, what? I was so like into it. I was at, I oh was a God. huge fan, and I fell in love with you then as oh. well. So so we became friends via yes. like the Bravo world. And <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking, I wish David could tell me what to do because I was in some crazy situations yeah, you were. <laughs> that, that were actually not as bad as real life. <laughs> oh my God. And I've heard some of your worst dates and yes. those were the definitely guy. topping them. The yes. toupee guy. I was on a date once with a, a guy toupee. who, yes, David, I, I met him and I'm like, God, he's got a really robust hairline. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes me pottery making oh, and it's really hot and sweaty in there. What is that movie? Ghost, Ghost or something? Ghost, yeah. yeah well, Did his, he get behind you? No, he didn't. <sighs> but he was sitting right in front of me and I just noticed like his curling of his no. front of his hair. Oh, no. Yes, oh, God. Yes. The glue was coming out. <laughs> yes, it sure was. How terrifying. So I want to talk about dating, but first I want to get into David because he's, you know, what I love about you is you're, you've got such a good heart. You're oh, so, thank you. you're so, when when it comes to dating, I, I you are very encouraging and you give great advice. I know you've given me great advice. Thank you. Um, and you found Finding Cupid when you moved to LA a few years ago. Can you tell us how you got here? Yeah, you know, it's a... It's one of those stories where uh, it really kind of proves that if you listen to your instincts, uh, Oprah calls them the whispers. Mm -hmm. If you listen to those whispers in your head and mm -hmm. you follow those instincts that, um, you know, the, the universe and all the powers that are out there will do you right. And uh, my story goes uh, five years ago now. Gosh, I've been in five LA years. five years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, still seems very fresh to me. But uh, it was in the middle of the recession. Everyone's getting laid off. I was part of that layoff when everything was going so bad. And um, uh, at that point, I broke up with the person that I was dating, it for, dating with uh, three years. And it was just like, wow. it was bleak, you know? Yeah, and I was place. like, I got to I gotta start over. I need a new chapter in my life. And a girlfriend of mine here in LA said, hey, let's, you know what, move. Just put everything in storage, move up here, don't even think about anything. And and I did that. And it was the weirdest, scariest thing I've ever done in my life. And for about six months, I was just really down on myself. And uh, I remember specifically, we, we did a you know a classic LA hike to the top of Runyon. And uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone tells me to go do Runyon. I yeah. couldn't even run up her hill the other day. <laughs> Listen, I haven't been back since, but <laughs> she would not last on Runyon. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's very visually assaulting, and a lot of other things yeah. happening. Well, there. the one thing is, you can go drive to the top of it and walk right. down. Oh, so exactly. can you drive down? <laughs> you could I'm, drive. I'm pretty sure yeah. you could. Probably. So you're at the top of Runyon. So at the top of Runyon, and she says, "Listen, you really just gotta, you know, give it up to, you know, this is so very secret of me, you know, the secret, the book, and everything." Yeah. But she's like, you know, just give it up to the universe and let things happen. Happen and just follow your instincts let and go. go and yeah, let go and do everything that you want to do. And I did. And I remember going, this is a great opportunity to start writing about my, you know, move to the city, starting all over, starting all over with relationships and love and to document that. And so I just really started blogging. I went to school for writing. Wow. You know, I wanted to be a writer and uh, um, an actual like news reporter for such a long time. And I gave it up. Uh, and, and I, you know, I kind of used that moment to revisit my, my life, you know, my passions in life. Mm. And I started doing that. And it eventually turned into what is now Finding Cupid, because I, I started writing a column for a local magazine here called Frontiers Magazine. And it really was my, you know, my Carrie Bradshaw moment. I just started writing about my horrible dates too, and writing about all these crazy adventures I'd go on that and no one could believe. No one, yeah, or they could totally believe because it happened to them, right? And it's just weird because I feel like uh, there's not enough people talking about it. We talk about 
dating and relationships amongst each other, but there's still not enough of it out there, uh, outside of Valentine's Day at least. And mm. so it just turned, you know, all that writing turned into this crazy blog uh, that turned into a website, and then it just kept spinning and spinning. I have a podcast now too, and. There's so many things that and <laughs> how keeps did, evolving. Into. You came on Millionaire Matchmaker as a dater. Yeah, the same time I moved to Los Angeles. Not, not even kidding you. I want to say solidly like a month later. Wow. I was out with a bunch of friends and uh, you know just grabbing a few drinks, and uh, someone had come up to me and said, "Hey, uh, you know, we are looking to you know bring some people on this new show. It was the third season, maybe, of Millionaire Matchmaker. Had you seen it yet?" I know. I, I think I remember hearing about it, and I think uh, if I, to my knowledge, the the season pr- pr- uh, prior to that was the first time they did a gay uh, matchmaking on the show, and mm-hmm. so they were trying to do it again because I guess it was successful. And uh, you know, they said, you know, we're we're looking to, uh, you know, we're looking for some daters to come on. We mm-hmm. have this uh, millionaire who is uh, looking for love, and and what are you single? Yeah, you are know, you single? And again, like just if they ever here. lead with that, there's an agenda. <laughs> well, uh, you know, big-eyed little David here moving well, that's to the what city. Bravo called me. Excuse me, Doctor Mir, are you single? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and you're kind of like, sure, whatever. Yeah. You, you're very naive, especially right? I think when you moved to yeah. you know Los Angeles or New York, mm-hmm. when you know people find you out. But it seemed it, it didn't seem to me like something that was going to to happen. And then it eventually did. And I kept telling myself, it's not real. It's I'm never going to get to another point. And then it kept going. So I eventually was on the show as a dater, and I, I went on a, a, a date with uh, this millionaire. Uh, and uh, and and it turns out to be one of like the favorite episodes that people love because it was a little intense. Uh, yeah. The guy was a little crazy, but I, I feel like I made my it mark. It was a good with episode. episode, and I actually <laughs> you did. But what's funny is I I didn't put the connection together. Like when you became a cast member, I'd forgotten that you came on. And then later yeah. on, I was like, oh, my God, that was that date. <laughs> it yeah. was. I'm sure I saw that episode. Yeah. So famously, uh, I went on a date with a, a million, excuse me, a millionaire who uh, was a green millionaire, made his money in the in being a green, eco-conscious uh, you know, world. And he, a greenionaire. Yeah, a greenionaire. <laughs> but uh, he, over dinner, told me not to eat steak. And I had already ordered, and it was super awkward. And, uh, That's like wearing fur with your vegan friends. Yeah, it's right. Awkward, but it was fake. It was so weird, and he was so rude. So yeah. um, you, you had already ordered it, so that could I have been like it. it was super. Awkward. And he heard you order it. Yeah, and so to this day, people still say you're the steak guy, aren't you? <laughs> I've gotten offered so much steak off of that. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I was on a date with this guy who I just wasn't going well on the on the show, the Singles Project, uh-huh. and he ordered this steak, and I'm like, you know, I just don't think this is going to work out for the two of us. And I didn't even realize I left. I like got up and left. Yeah. And he stayed and he finished his steak. <laughs> See, if I had that so opportunity, so we have that. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. I knew. We have steak moments. So, how did you go from being a dater to being a cast member and a matchmaker on The Millionaire Matchmaker? Well, um, you know, uh, the people from the show uh, and Patty still, you know, uh, kept in contact with me because because of what happened. Obviously, you know, they felt that I was somebody that had great qualities that at some point another client would they would like, you know, another client would like to 
possibly, you know, meet me. You know, Let's just say this. You're a 10, okay? Oh. You're in all categories, so obviously yeah. they want you back on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're easy on the eyes, David. Yeah. They, oh, I want to stay forever here. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, you know, kept in contact with me. And obviously I was doing a lot of the writing still. And, you know, when the show came out, you know, got a lot of attention for my website still, too. So mm. I just kept doing what I was supposed to do and kept going with my passions like I, I and that's to. And that's funny that you say that because Lila and I have been talking about this since we were we tots hanging out at Marquee in New York City. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> she's bringing it back. Marquee. She's bringing it back. <laughs> she's all about the throwbacks I know. today. It's, all, it's like throwback podcast. Yes. But you know about following your dreams and always, yeah. you know, whatever feels right, going with that. Go for it. And I can do that in everything but love. But we're going to talk about that in okay. a sec because I would like to talk about you getting on the show and being on the season. You really added yeah. a new dynamic of relatability. Patty is tough, and everything yeah. she says, I'm 100. percent I agree with her. But you have a, like a, a different kind of approach. I think. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. I, I, well, you know, she is the queen of hearts, is what I like to call her. I mean, tough she, love. She I, knows I love it. it. I love it. And don't we agree with the yes. tough love, though? Because yes. so many people are like, she's so mean and she's so awful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. have you seen no. some of these people? Yeah. No. Hello. And the, no. that soft, that soft, like, oh, do, do it this way. Or no, maybe you should I don't try it. That wastes that. so much freaking time. Absolutely. Yeah. And it leaves too much room for misinterpretation, I think. And there's some people that if you don't want their opinion, don't ask. Right. You know, and, and that, that woman is one of them, you know? Well, and she's an expert. And I think mm-hmm. people forget that is that she's an expert in what she does. She yeah. has a lot of experience. And she makes sense. Absolutely. And she makes sense because she makes women empower themselves on how yes. to behave and not to do something they don't feel comfortable with. Absolutely. I read this amazing, amazing article about Patty and how she is truly one of the voices of feminism. And I really I had to take a step back because I, I didn't really realize it as a whole. But when I read the article, I realized, like, wow, she is very empowering. And she, you know, people misunderstand her a lot. But I think she has so much great advice to give. And 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 the fact that she yells at a lot of these guys first, well, actually, men and women, I should say, and she does, does them both, yeah. because they're making a lot of mistakes. Right. And a lot of it, we've all been on on these dates where we wish someone like Patty was there to scream and yell at them because <laughs> right. they too are not in the right as well. And for me, I have to tell you one of the things um, I like her rules on drinking. Oh, absolutely. Because I have a problem with going on dates with men who turn into octopus. Oh, God. Because they oh. get one, two, three many yep. drinks in them. And I really, I know, I really try not to. I don't drink on a first date. Yeah. Like I might have a glass of wine, but. I try not to. It's not a party. It's not. It's just you, just things happen and things get silly. And, and I've been in situations right. in New York where the guy gets ridiculous. And then I'll text him the next day. He's like, I want to see you again. I'm like, no, you were wasted last night. You he's were like, handsy. we were both drinking. I'm like, no, bitch, I yeah. wasn't drinking. <laughs> exactly. If you put your glass down long enough, you would have seen that. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> so not... I really like that. She she really I used to always do that. And I like that she emphasizes that. I agree, too. Nothing wrong with a drink, but you got to limit it if you're really trying to get to know someone. Yeah, and you have to remember, you know, that the whole point of meeting for a date is to get to know somebody, and I think there's a lot of things that get uh, that inter- interrupt that process, uh, whether it's drinking, eating too, mm-hmm. going to a movie on a first date. That's oh, so man. weird. Like you're not even talking. No, you no. can't. Or you what, shouldn't be. What's happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's to me, I agree. You know, with the the two drink maximum, and uh, uh, in in a lot of this no sex before monogamy. What do you think I mean, about that? 
that. No sex before monogamy. It's absolutely. I mean, why are you? I thought you were going to say absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, she would kill me. <laughs> I'd leave the building. There'd be a hit on me. <laughs> but I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, David. I mean, if you are yeah. in that point of your life where you really want to find a person to yeah. have a relationship with, absolutely. Then hell yeah, no sex. Before monogamy, yes. did I say it right? <laughs> yes, Let's say it yeah. together here. Yes, and <laughs> no I agree sex with that. Monogamy, everybody. It depends yeah. on what you want, you know. Yeah, and and but at the same time, though, I don't want people to rob themselves of the opportunity to enjoy casual sex. I agree with if it. If that's what you want, if, yeah. If, hey, maybe you just sometimes got out of there's a, a Mister Right now, not a Mister Right. Right, uh, and it's practice. The yeah. same thing. I mean, it's is cliche to say, but it's like riding a bike. <laughs> but you, and what if you just got out of a relationship? Exactly. You know, what if you haven't dated? in a long time you got to get out there because you want to get the practice in so that when it's appropriate and right with the right person Mm -hmm. you're not a dud then yeah you're not like a a wet fish you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing worse than a non-performer let's just say that how about okay like you're talking about (laughs) non-performers so I have a really good friend of mine um, who she has literally slept with three men, not in her whole life, but who were virgins when she met them. Oof, and wow. I'm just like, girl. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, punch card? <laughs> I know. <laughs> One more virgin and she gets a free... A free virgin. Something. <laughs> Goodness. She gets to be back to a virgin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. You get a... <laughs> I know. But see, I like that Patty does that. I like these rules that she has, that she sets up. Yeah. And I think it's it goes both ways for men and women. Like I like when a woman walks in and she's dressed really inappropriately. Um, how she will call them out on that and say, "This is how you need to dress." Like, yeah. So what is what is? I feel like what she's trying to say is, everyone start be yourself. Don't be some kind of cartoonish version of yourself. Right. Uh, it, it, there's. We talked about this a second ago about you know people being too many uh, people. Excuse me, people being representatives of themselves, mm-hmm. and and I find that a lot too. I mean, you know, especially if you live in a big city like you know we do, and mm-hmm. you know you get all glammed up, but then you put on the wrong you know version of yourself. It's yeah. the wrong personality, you know. Maybe because you know we do it like mm-hmm. tonight's the night where I'm wearing my shite, you know, my yeah. my, sh- my my low cut, tight, low yeah. back shorts. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, putting yeah. my ponytail up. I'm showing the girl. You know, it's just like well, I dress like that to get coffee in the morning. <laughs> I'm I go to the gym like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how I run in the treadmill. But, but can I just say to you, I'm dressed like that now. Yes, yeah, she sure is. Well, you were Max since Hot 100. So oh, yes. well, Hot 199. <laughs> I do have a question about that. I was yeah. told once that I needed to tone it, not tone it down, but like I needed to get up in the morning and go to the coffee shop with my hair in a ponytail, no makeup on, so I'm approachable. Lila, how long have you known me? Have I ever done that? Not once. Not She's once. like, what's a once. ponytail? If, I'm like, I have to go buy a toothbrush, let me put my fake lashes. It's just part of my DNA. Yeah, it's not an insecurity thing. It makes me feel good. I don't care one way or the other what another person thinks, yeah. but is that good advice? Like, do I really need to like tone it down? Am I, are we too intimidating to other people if we're too too dressed up. Uh, men are intimidated by that specifically. Um, I, I think that they're. Well, I know. <laughs> it's I true. Know. It's true. Not, I never get approached more. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no. Than when I have no makeup on. Right. I think I look my worst, and I'm in the grocery store or something. Like <laughs> men will just, you know. Come up to me left and right. Hey, and they do that anyway with you. It's funny though, <laughs> right? I can't imagine it's that worse. people just don't want to talk no, to you. But I'm you sorry. should see me with no makeup on. <laughs> well, I think that that just still looks good. Yeah, I know. She's gorgeous. But but I've been told that, like you know, get up 
put your hair in a ponytail. I think you should try it. Okay. I think uh, I, I think that you shouldn't. My rule always is leave no stone unturned. Mm-hmm. Try everything. There's no, you have nothing to lose when mm-hmm. you try something different, you know. Um, but but I think that it makes people more approachable. I mean, I there's so many times when I throw on a baseball cap and I'm in a sweatshirt and just like the hor- most horrible outfit yeah. somewhere, and then somebody's like hits on me, and I'm like, what the? Yeah, I'm like they, undercover I, right now. Right, that's what you think, but I think it is. It's revealing you. So if you're, you know, if you're dating people yeah. who are always showing their representative, that might include how they're dressing. That mm. might include what their makeup yeah. looks like or their hair or or how they're presenting themselves. But if you're in your relaxed state mm-hmm. with your baseball hat on, your yeah. T-shirt, that might show someone who who's interested in you. Okay, maybe they're they are just relaxed. They don't have yeah. this barrier up and exactly. the barrier of makeup and hair and well, clothes. you mean yeah. business and especially you, Tabitha. I think like the thing is. We look at you and go, wow, like in charge, boss lady right mm-hmm, there, you true. know? And I think that that is intimidating to a lot of men. And if you don't have, I mean, only the alpha man will, you know, take that in, in as, a, as a challenge. Yeah. But I think a majority of people will feel like, oh, am I at my best to talk to her? Am, wow. I, uh, am, I, am I good enough to talk to her? I never so, thought about that. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a mental it switch yeah. that um, when you do dress down, I think it puts you know, people at a, in an, an approachable uh, an even sign. playing field. Yeah. I mean, you're a doctor. You're, you're a, a mini-media yeah. mogul. You're doing all these things. Just call me Oprah. Okay, yeah. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, but I get it. I've never thought about that because I yeah. guess people are looking at you and um, looking and sizing you up and, to, and um, expecting how you're going to talk to yeah, them. Like, them, oh, yeah. she won't talk to me. Da, da, da. Right. Exactly. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. What about um, the whole concept? There was a Saturday Night Live skit, which I I fell on the floor. (laughs) It's a new app that they did a skit over. I don't even think it's a real app. It's not real, no. But my my friend showed it to me, and it was called Settle, (laughs) S-E-T-L. Yes. And basically, for those of you who don't know, it was it was just a, a comedy about how you know uh, it was an app for regular Joe schmoes yep. that girls can find. Like there, you know, you swipe right onto a Tinder, you swipe left on this. Yeah. With this app, there's no swiping the other way. Yeah. You have to say <laughs> yes no to everybody. And then they're like, "This is Sean. He works at Petco. He has a 401k." And then yeah. this other girl's like, "I already bought my wedding dress. I just need the groom." Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of women act that way. They're just so like you know they've already planned their wedding. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was never that girl, by the way. Like, I just I just wasn't, but I've like I've seen it. Like, yeah. what do you tell girls? Doesn't it come across uh, too eager? Like, don't you need to have your own shit together yeah. before somebody you, else comes in and you hit it right there, messes um, it up uh, mm-hmm. on the head there, uh, Tabas <laughs> messes it up. <laughs> Before somebody messes your life up, you gotta get it together. Get it together. <laughs> oh man. Um, you know that's the thing right there. Is that, that's the point exactly? Is I always tell people, you know, when they uh, I had this conversation with a, a woman last night at the bar, and I said, who was giving me her resume about how she's ready, by the way, mm-hmm. and I said, well, are you ready to be in a relationship? 
and she said, well, I, you know, I'm just changing careers. I'm just doing this. And then she went down this long list of Why she's what not. she's you know, going through right now. Uh-huh. So I said, is this even an appropriate time for you to be dating? And, and then she was very confused in, in how she was answering. And she felt a little, I think, ashamed of how she was sounding. Mm-hmm. You know, am I ready? Am I not? And, and my advice is always, you need to take time. Everyone needs to take time to you know, take inventory of their life and ask yourself, are you ready to be in a relationship right now? Secondly, are you ready, you know, to say that this is the best version of yourself as well? Are you happy with your career? Uh, is there more traveling that you want to do? What What are all these things that you want to do in your life that, that make you happy? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not d- done doing that yet, then you do not have time to focus on somebody else. Take the time to be, you know, with yourself. True. Buy yourself things. Take That's yourself a big on thing trips. that we don't learn. <clears throat> that, like, I was talking to Lila yeah. about this yesterday. I'm like, you know, I am. I'm doing my own thing, and I'm really happy about it. Yeah. And I actually feel a little fearful to start getting into a relationship with somebody else because I've learned how to take care of myself <laughs> so well that I don't know how to receive that pampering or that love from maybe Mm -hmm. that's my problem but we were talking about this like you talk about being a boss being a leader I've taken care of myself for so long that I don't know how to let someone else take care of me well it's almost foreign to you yeah Uh, I think um, you're afraid to not only uh, release the uh, the control of of the fact that somebody can actually do that for you because Mm -hmm. you've done it so long in your life Um, and and it's almost like uh, you know if if you can't do it any better who else can do this for me so it's a it's a big question in your life and I think that and I've um, been in so many relationships where I'm the one taking care of the other person and I don't want to do that anymore like I I don't mind if it's a mutual two-way thing like you meet someone where they're at that brings you up but Mm -hmm. I can't Go, go. No, and you shouldn't. Yeah. And and a lot of people make that mistake. They think like if if this relationship is going to work out, then I got to, you know, make it work out. And and I'm going to do my part, whether it's financially supporting or, you know, emotionally supporting somebody. But that's never a good thing. And I think it has so much to do with what you just said, knowing what the things that you want in your life are, understanding that for yourself, working on it. And that is the point where you can meet someone who you'll that will tell you if they add to your life or not because right. you already yeah. know where you're going and you know when they come into your life if they actually add to it or not but you you have to know first and you know what's really funny about that is all all my friends everybody say I gotta meet Mr. Right. Where is he? But you know what? I don't think I was the right in the right mindset to be a good girlfriend for a long time. Yeah. I just wanted to do my own thing, or I would get into relationships. And Lila knows this, where the guy was a freaking mess, <laughs> and I was the one picking up the pieces. I want to know everything Lila oh knows. Oh my god, <laughs> you really do oh. want to know everything. If there's I know. ever a tell-all, that's it's the two of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it would be a mess, and I'd be the one picking up the pieces. Oh and like, boy, you know. So We've I been through some times. Yes, you know, like where you're calling at five in the morning and it's going oh, straight to god. voicemail, like where are you? <laughs> so I've made my mistakes, and I think yeah. that from that I realized two things about myself. I did not know what I wanted in a relationship in a right. man. I think I was just going purely on physical good looks. Sure, there were like, some hotties really too. Physical really, good yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Let's have a moment. Yes, yeah, okay. So. Let's have a moment. Who are we not to fall for that? You know, right. I but mean. See, and my sister always used to say to me, "Well, what do you want in a man?" And my literally, I mean, this is going to so, sound so bad. I'm smart. I'm educated. I have a job. All I would say is hot. I just want him to be hot, and mm-hmm. I got that. And let me tell you something. I've read that book. I know how the story ends. Okay. Um, And then I grew up, you know, Mm -hmm. and I started to realize that I need more 
I think the way you're looking at it now is now you need a partnership. A relationship yeah. Yeah. should be a partnership. Someone to make you feel safe. Yeah. And yeah. Everyone, everyone in that relationship should be working together towards a similar goal or going in the same direction. Yeah. Someone who can help you be your best at what you do and vice versa. I think it's a give and take. It's funny because I always think about when, you know, when we were kids, mm-hmm. Our, our parental advice was always find someone who will be good for you. Right. Find someone oh. who will be a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and those seem so strange to us. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? This guy's hot or she's yeah. great looking. Yeah. And it was really aesthetics that we were trying to digest at that point. Right. But now that we're older and wiser, you look at it and you go, that's right. I do need a partner. I do need someone yeah. that compliments my life. Yeah. Wait, my parents are right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, know? that moment when you realize your parents were right. Oh, oh, miserable. It hurts so I'll never bad. admit it, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I know. But, but it is the truth because... You know, with age comes wisdom, and in 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 that is all in the practice of dating. Mm-hmm. Dating is important for you. You know, it's important for you to get out there, have some bad dates, have some good dates. You know, have some sleepovers, have some just movies. You know, mm-hmm. and and get it. You know, get the get the 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 machine going because that's how you're going to find out who you are, find out what you want and don't want. And then, you know, from those mistakes, especially because everyone always talks about the mistakes and the bad people they go on dates with. Mm -hmm. But you're going to learn about the person who you are and what you want and don't want. And that's what's going to lead you to the right partner in your life. So this is another thing about that. Um, There are two schools of thought. One says just date everyone that asks you out. You know, like it doesn't matter. Maybe (laughs) you might grow to like them. Maybe you'll learn something. You know what I mean? Within reason. Yeah. I don't believe in that because I I don't have enough time to do that. There's you know? not enough time. <laughs> it's a commitment. I, I that, you know, like people have said, you need to treat dating like it's a job. You know, I have three jobs. I don't need dating to be a fourth. You know, so I yeah. feel like there has to be something there, something that you know, for me, wit, humor, some kind of genuine kindness, mm-hmm. um, and that is me being older and wiser for sure. Because yeah. I, you know, and I feel like if I see that then maybe it can go from there. What what are your thoughts on on how to pick your dates? Well, you know, I, I agree and disagree on the thought, and, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the approach to dating needs to be like a job. I think like you're applying for a job mm-hmm. because there, there are several um, uh, th- things associated with it that, that are just similar. Mm-hmm. But... I agree with you when you say, you know, there needs to be a little bit more human to it. Yeah. And and you shouldn't power date. Like, I've met people that are like, I have a 3 p.m., a 6 p.m., and then a 10 p.m. And they're all and at the like, bar oh, in such, such places. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I knew somebody I'm who did exhausted. that. They were on match for a year, and they must have gone on 600 dates. Oh, God. Um, but they, they weren't dinners. They were, like, drinks at the bar. But he was like, I'm going to find someone. And Exhausting. he did, but not through match. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. And, well, and then there's, I mean, there's always something, uh, and this is why I say it's like a, you know, like a job interview. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that intuitively that we should just know. Um, what is a good way to quickly weed out a, a person who's not right for you? Well, I mean, first and foremost, Your profile photo. Yeah, the pro, every the profiles say everything. We have gotten wiser and older. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, this that is the truth, mm-hmm. uh, and this is why we try to you know teach people how to. 
fill out profiles appropriately mm-hmm. because the people first and foremost that you know just kind of throw it in there don't answer questions or you know the profiles are half empty um, the photos are just all party photos or you know me That's and the Playboy Mansion photos it's yeah. like okay and also guys guys and girls <laughs> don't cute. put photos up with other attractive people of the opposite sex oh, yeah. it's so don't annoying do that. don't like, do that and you're gonna stalk the other person's profile oh, I'm not dating one on one no but it happens but there's a lot of dating one on one that people just don't get. So let's talk about dating one on one. Okay. Please, because I, I people don't get the profile right. photo and people don't get this sort of thing. So okay. Well, you know, dating one on one, let's talk online dating first. Um, a good profile is absolutely mandatory and they need to be close photos of your face. Of course they need to be current. And current. And not like the photo not that's like just a, yeah. the best one of you that you took like five years ago. And, and you photoshopped and, and no then you more, put on. No more face tune of the duck lip yeah, side I was face selfie. That's gonna say that. Look, look, <laughs> everyone, we get we get that that it's been photoshopped. We get yeah. that it's been face tuned. Nobody's face is that glamorous. It, you shouldn't look and the duck lips is over, by I the know, way, isn't it? So, it's like with it the was word, in vogue, I thought. Yes, and also you shouldn't look like you come from a wax museum you on know. your photos. Yeah. <laughs> Madame like. Tussauds, <laughs> latest edition. That yeah. goes back Tussauds. to our baseball cap yeah. conversation, yeah. right? Look like yeah. yourself. Well, Look like a really good version of yourself. The, so. the the resume that you're submitting is your profile photo and your profile bio. So, so your profile photo there. is your resume. Absolutely. So that is your first step into dating world. Like I'm going to get out there. I'm going to participate which uh, in the, in the places that is you know the most popular right now, which is online. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, folks. Online dating and, and technology is here to stay. And David, I talked to you about this because I was so hesitant and resistant and still am about online dating. And he was like, tisk tisk, young lady, you must try everything. <laughs> you got, you have to. Yeah. You know, if you don't, I mean, like, I, let's do it later. Like, let's get on settle later. Okay. <laughs> I, I forbid you. <laughs> I will personally fly to New York and just be like, no. But he's a dog walker, and the dogs are so cute. And I already bought my wedding dress. <laughs> All right, let's let him talk. Okay. No, no. I mean, that is, again, uh, profile uh, photos, mm-hmm. a good one. Online dating is here to stay. Online dating is here to stay. And, and really, again, you have to... I, I'm going to go back to this. I don't know if I finished it earlier, but like dating is like a job interview. Mm-hmm. You have to take these you know, profiles like their resumes read them thoroughly like you're an employer would you hire this person no do they have you know do a little mm-hmm. background check read between the lines yeah i like, mean if you're looking <clears throat> for an apartment in LA and you're looking on Craigslist, yeah. and it says charming. <laughs> that means that is a dump. Right. So read between the lines. Or if they just show a view and no pictures of the room, then you don't go look flag. at that place. Right, so I have to tell you, there's a profile photo that I saw that my friend put up on this new site called Raya, which is supposed to be for celebrities and such. But it was Raya. like, yeah, it's something okay. Raya or Raya. It's a like new an one. App's but born you have, every day. But you, you, have know? To be, you have to be accepted into this app. And Ooh, other sort of, yes. So Ooh. I guess that's another way. But um, she she showed me all her stuff that she put up. I'm like, you know, sweetheart, you know, there's not one photo of you from the front. It's all of you looking at an ocean or looking at a oh, villa, God, wearing a bathing suit with somebody taking them. Yeah. No, we get that you want someone with money that can take you on vacation. <laughs> well, yet you love sunsets. So I you're get right. It. So yeah. yeah, but you're right. We though. all do. But you're right. She was showing us her 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 job resume was I need a rich man to take me on more of these vacations. Right, and that's those are the kind of things that you got to look out. For when you're when you're online dating and you're reading through the profiles and you're saying okay, you know what kind of content is here? 
here? You know, what is the experience? You know, were they married before? How long were they married? Um, do they have children? Um, you know, what is their job now? Are they, you know, what? There's so much that you can know about somebody from a profile that uh, that's very telling, and it's and that is why I really think that you know, similar to a job interview, and then the job interview is actually sitting down for coffee. I. I'm I'm someone that believes in the coffee moment. Quite honestly, like go for coffee, get to know them, um, you know, and and or if you're sitting down for that, you know, cocktail, um, you know, ask questions, get to know them, who they're about, similar to what a job interview would be like. You know, you you wouldn't hire someone or go forward in a relationship if you, if they didn't have all of the pre qualifications of what you were looking for. That's so so true, right? Long long gone are our days of. Of maybe meeting someone at school and you know all their history because you're from a small town. Right. You have to actually get in there and ask the questions. Well, and here's the thing too. You know, profiles they ask a lot of questions nowadays. You know, or they yeah. set you up based on the the answers that you've given as well. So there is a lot of information out there more than has ever been because before you would sit down on a date and and maybe not know as much as the profile would ask mm-hmm. them to put into it. So you have an advantage now that we never had before. So it's uh, it's not embarrassing now to be online. It's not. No. But you have to be careful because there's a lot of people online, and you don't necessarily pick everybody based on no. you know like look into what's happening with their profile photo. If they're giving you a bunch of topless selfies next to a beer bong. Yeah, uh, not not for you. Tell you topless a as a guy, them. not as a woman. Sorry. <laughs> shirtless, well, shirtless. Listen, gay men will tell you this. That's all that happens on I gay know. men dating apps. It's like it's like torsos and yeah. penises. It's a lot of torsos and penises. <laughs> that sounds like my Instagram DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it's look like, at that. Yeah, now I want to get to know you seriously. <laughs> um, it's, is it different or is it worse for the gay dating world? I feel like it's a lot more str- like. It is. Um, I you know, listen. They're all men. You know, well, yeah. gay men. I should say it's it's hard. Uh, I think women. It's definitely different because mm-hmm. women are different. Mm-hmm. You know, men and women are just instinctively. You know, uh, biologically, better. of course, different. Women are better. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, mean? you might yeah. say better. Here's the thing. <laughs> they are because there's the emotions are on the table. Yeah. And I think that with men, gay or straight, I mm-hmm. think that the challenge is always people being able to communicate and being able to talk about their emotions, mm-hmm. and um, you know. And not maybe focusing so much on the physical aspect or that possibility. No, I'm talking about gay men. I think women, uh, when it's a heterosexual relationship, the woman is like the person to slow it down so that you can actually get to know each other. So I would assume... I'm sorry if this is wrong, but it'd be harder to have to have one of the people put the brakes on. Yeah, I well, I think it is. I, I think um, I think it's easier as a gay man to rush to the physical. I mean, you know, yes. our, we were the first ones to you know to Grinder. Of course, that's out there. Was the first like geolocating dating app, and yeah. I'm using air quotes there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, he, uh, that was a big air quote. Big, on the word massive dating. air quote there because I mean they love to say, and it's dating. funny. Yeah, I mean they love. To say that that's a dating app, and uh, but it's not. I mean, you can locate people, and it's it's synonymous for people hooking up. So right. yeah. that's what it is. And now you guys have Tinder, uh, you know, and 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 that's what it is. But you know, t- uh, Grinder, you know, historically has just been you know uh, sh- shirtless torsos, and and that's it. You yeah, know, it's very entertaining. So mm-hmm. that if that from that point, it's always been. It makes physical. me want to work out. Right. Oh, right. I know. <laughs> it's like I can't respond to you. You have twelve apps. You have twelve apps. This I is dumb. Do this. Like, a thirteen this pack. I've never yeah. seen that muscle before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> but it goes 
comes down to like if, if you really just want that physical, it's there. It's it's easy. It's like what, super easy. What advice, Gay or straight, it's yeah. easy. What advice? I mean, would you give us? And us meaning everyone listening, like you know, say you are wanting something more serious. Sure. How do I approach it? Well, you when you're serious about something, then you got to do the work. Mm-hmm. You can't hold a sign and say I'm serious about dating, and then not do the work. Well, yeah. Be- because I know you're serious. Yeah. And 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 I have a good friend of mine that's like I just can't find it. And it's been ten years yeah. with this oh, one, no. oh, and it's Lord. like I know you want to be a wife and a good hu- you know a, a good a good mother mm-hmm. at some point in your life, and she she. She should be, yeah. but she doesn't do the work. Mm-hmm. So I challenge everybody out there to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing the work and not just haphazardly filling out your profile online and not doing the rest of the questions. If you're serious, and here's another tip for the listeners out there, um, the, the, the dating websites that you have to pay for, for memberships, mm-hmm. People who are on there with the paid memberships are more serious. Yeah, that so makes sense. those people, those men, you know, that are on there are actually looking, you know, to settle down. So it's worth your time to invest in a website with that kind of a membership versus another one, um, just because the chances are, you know, that you'll find someone better. It's a numbers game, everyone. Yeah. You right. Know, you got to do more to get more back. Right. But um, see, I still believe in like organic, like go to the store. And sure. I still like that. Still exists. You have to be, listen. Everything is three hundred and. 65 degrees nowadays, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. between the way our technology, is, you know, is in our lives. And I mean, we talk to our phones and our phones talk well, back. Well, this is the so, problem. The man of my dreams might be standing next to me, but I'm looking at my phone on Tinder right. and I miss him. <laughs> I'm actually not on Tinder. But my point is we are looking at our phones and we're not looking up. So look yeah. up a little bit. Look at who's around you. I'm really bad at that. Like, yeah. Well, really bad. You should take your own advice. I'm just saying it's pretty good. <laughs> I like to give advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe you know. Maybe that's uh, that's part of the the root the new routine that people create. You know, yeah. when you go out, go out with your friends and everyone. Maybe you leave the phones, you know, in in, in the pockets and no one takes them out. Oh no checking. God. Imagine that. <laughs> what would I do? Oh, right. Because I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. maybe there are guys that are staring at you and you and don't, you don't notice. even notice. So can we talk about this? Because Lila, you might have been the one that tells me telling me about this. There's like a three second. Or one second, like stare rule that girls should do to tell the guy. Patty that says five. Really? That's a long time. Wait, it is a long wait. time. One, two, three. Seconds. I can't do it. That's it's a long many. time. So Patty says five seconds. Yep, the five second stare. It's in her book. Um, you know, and it's funny. A, a girlfriend of mine just practiced this is, and it and it works, you guys. It does. Well, and, and you. I gotta build myself up to one second. Dude, <laughs> you can do a good two second. Wait, do a two seconds with me. Ready? One, two. Three. I'll count. Come on. She's right. laughing. What okay. am I supposed to do? Like have Just a sexy face? Her. Yeah. Okay, I'll count. One. Give, come on, give me a sexy face. One, two. See, you can't even get past two. Maybe this is it. Maybe the answer is in the five-second stare. If you can master the five-second stare, our problems will be answered. I, I think you can do it. Two seconds. I, I can, I can. I can do it. So five seconds. Five seconds. Right now? Sure. All right. I'll count. Ready? Go. One, two. Three, four. Oh my God. Okay. Neither, of us, neither of us can I'm do it. Neither of us. We're going to work I'm on this work one. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. Five okay. seconds. But it, uh, you know what? This is what it is. But you know why? True. Because within three seconds, someone can see into your soul through your eyes. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> yes. And sometimes when people do that to me, I'm like, oh God, they just stole a piece of my soul. Yeah. Oh, give it back. But when you give that, that five second stare, are you supposed to be doing anything like licking your lips? You can, you know. Please don't do that. Yeah. No, no, no. 
That's the worst for, thing I've ever seen. It if, makes my stomach yeah. turn. Men actually do this. Men stare and lick, and they also come and Ew. talk to you and tell you how much money they have. Oh. Worst two things. With the wallet. Worst yeah. two things you could ever do. Well. So five seconds stare, but you know, You're like well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, well, if they lead with that, there's not much going on. Exactly. I've had I've had that too. It's not it's not a turn on. It is for some girls. No. But, so five seconds stare because I have noticed that sometimes you're you're at a place and there there's probably somebody around you that notices you and yep. all you need to do is look, look. at them. Right. Make just eye contact for smile. five seconds. You it's, don't even have to really smile. You can just kind of do that that eye mm-hmm. smile that. <laughs> And play with your hair. I, the thing is, is that you that have was. to make it <laughs> you play with your hair a little bit. Yeah, it's maybe. just a little giggle and a shrug, yeah. shoulder shrug. You know, it's maybe so it's a, a look down, maybe for a second, and then like, like a you're, half like a you're second, shy. and you look back up. And, yeah, oh my exactly. God. Like, like in your head, you actually like maybe there's this. Okay, here's what it is. You need to come up with a, a sentence or two that is five seconds long that you repeat in your head. Great so idea. in your head, you're saying, "I think you're cute." I think you're really handsome. Why don't you come over and talk to me? You're going to come and talk to me. And then that's when you giggle and you're headed in. And then when you're done saying that sentence, it's over. Then you can look away. And he'll come over. Just don't, you know, move your lips when you're (laughs) saying He's like, were you just talking to yourself? (laughs) There's a very thin line between sexy and crazy. (laughs) Very thin. Very Very thin. (laughs) I think that if girls just did that, because I actually saw this. When I had an episode of Housewives of New York where Ramona's single now and mm-hmm. they were out, they were at a at a I don't know, boutique somewhere in New York City, and all Ramona does is she just looks at them and they look back and she's yeah. got and a boom. she's got a dance partner for the night, you know? Well, I mean, think of it this way too. Like people don't you know, it's a it's a green light. Mm-hmm. You you gotta tell them out there, A, because they don't know if you're single. You know, first right. of all, you got to make it known that you're available and single. And then you also have to let them know that you're in the mood to do this. Like, yeah. you want to be talking to Also, you're when like, you're yeah. in a group of friends, it's very hard for somebody Super to come hard. in to just, you know, break through and. I always go with the classic move, buy them all drinks. If you can do this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> buy you and your friends drinks. And yeah. so, like, Well, I, mean, I think that's, that's nice polite gesture. anyway. Like, even if you're yes. only interested in one, I've been on both sides of that where a guy will come up to me and my friend and look at my friend, Lila, and say, can I buy you a drink? And then have yeah. his back to me. Like, Ew. as a man, don't do that. You know? no, and I'm saying, like, that's I'm saying it's happening on both sides. It's yeah. just not a... We don't like that. No, no, and I don't think that's a nice thing. Well, you have mm-hmm. to be polite, and you have to remember the space that everyone is in. Yeah. And, and if you want to talk to somebody, you cannot expect anything in return. Mm-hmm. Just because you buy people drinks doesn't mean that you're supposed to get a phone number or a kiss. Yes. Or, or get to hang out for the entire night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you if I turn around and raise my glass to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. That was yeah. a nice that was gesture. Nice. That was very sweet. But If I'm feeling you, I will come make a conversation yes. with you. Thank you. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. I want to talk about this because I have a friend and a lot of girls are very, very guilty of this. They start to meet a guy and they already thinking about the altar. You know what I'm saying? Getting married. Uh. Like you meet a guy and, for example... 
I have a friend that met this guy, and it turns out that he has family in Northern Virginia where her family's from, and she's met him one time, and she's literally already planning all their holidays Ew. for the rest of the like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. but girls do that. I mean, maybe guys do it too, no, but guys I know. Do it too. Yeah, but I know girls do. <laughs> they'll meet someone and all of a sudden create this image of what they think this person will be yeah. and then get destroyed and disappointed when this person doesn't live up to that because you don't know this person. No. How can we be more patient about that? Well, you know, um, you, you got it. You you can't. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> you can't be that way. You know, um, we David's always like just stop. Just don't just, do that. <laughs> but, you know, we all do that. We've all done that. Absolutely. It's it's easy to get excited about somebody, especially nice if to you fantasize. Feel, yeah. I mean, we all do it. It's mm-hmm. it's the thing with dating. And I, this is why I go back to, you know, interviewing, mm-hmm. uh, why it feels like a, an interview at a business, you know, and why it's a, a job is that, you know, think again, when you're interviewing people for a position at a job, okay, mm-hmm. if you're interviewing somebody, you know, for a role, then you're you're interviewing multiple candidates, you right. know, you're interviewing people with different kinds of skills. You're sitting, you're not just Meeting with one person and thinking that they're going to be the best, oh, you got to meet with so many other people. So it's good to date yeah. in multiples. Maybe not date like four, four in a day, but like you know, maybe it's a date this week and say, okay, that guy was great. Let's see what else is out there. Right. Um, and then just continuing the process. It's a process of seeing is this person the best and most qualified person uh, for my life? So and you got to be are, really pragmatic about it. It's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't just put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to you. You meet one guy one time. Don't think that you're not going to get any better. Right. Girls do that. Guys do There's that. always someone better, Tab. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's also, See, girl, that's that's also my, a problem. Girl, that's been my problem for a long time. <laughs> you're not helping me. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that. No, no. I'm, I am joking. I think at a certain point, you just have to understand yourself so well that you yeah. understand that right person comes into your life. They're going to make your life better. Yeah. You can have fun. You're going to have ups and downs. But if they're the type of person that can understand you, that that also puts in the work to get to know who you are, yeah. then you guys can, you can grow together and really get through anything. And it goes back to what you said earlier. Spend some time with yourself to get to know who you are and what you need. You know, like what I need today is very different than what I needed yesterday. You know, like today what I'm looking for is such a a different version of the kind of guy I was dating in the past. So I, it took me time on my own to just do me Mm -hmm. and do my own thing before I realized, huh, you know what? This is actually what I need. Um, And I never ever knew that. You know, and and you grow so fast in life, and you can be in you know someone that's in your 30s and 40s and still begin that path in your life yeah. of of self discovery, and that's important to acknowledge because mm-hmm. people think like, well, I am older uh, and I am past my 18s and my 20 year old like crazy times, but thank God, some yeah, <laughs> some well, are. but not everyone you yeah. know had that path. Yeah. Maybe they were in a relationship for 20 years or married for 40 years, and they're starting later in life. Well, for what game- about the ones that got married like 21, 22, mm-hmm. and then they're divorced at 37, 38. Yeah, you know, they're starting exactly over. exactly what it is. Yeah. And when they do start over, they start over as 18. Yeah. So they have to go through all those processes of the first heartbreak again, the first kiss again, you know, dating again. A lot's changed since that person started dating when they were younger. So if somebody's newly mm-hmm. divorced, what would you like as if you are dating someone who's newly divorced, mm-hmm. like you meet a man who is just 
whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What kind of advice would you give to that person who's dating the newly divorced? Say, are they not really ready for another relationship? Because if you're 37 or 27 mm-hmm. and you've never been married and you meet someone who was married for 10 years when they're coming out of divorce, yeah. they might not necessarily want to get into another relationship right away. No. And I think I think what typically happens is that when somebody uh, is fresh out of a, a relationship like that, they're they're out to play. You know, yeah. they're 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 out there with their friends who are trying to support them through this tough time mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, show them that life is not over. So understand the space that they're in mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But someone who, again, is uh, just starting to date again, if that's what they want to do. You know, yeah. maybe they don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've had their moment uh, and they're fine with, you know, just living their life comfortably by themselves and single. But again, it's important to take inventory of who you are at that moment mm-hmm. and find out, is there stuff that you missed out on while you're in that relationship, not focusing on you? So again, go back to yourself, ask yourself, what, you know, what is it that I've missed in my life? Um, what is, What are the things that I need to experience now? Because those things need to happen so that you can understand your place in, in the world and if dating can be a part of that. I like what you're saying because what I'm hearing is that really it's all about me. <laughs> yeah, but it, <laughs> yes. I love this. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but it should be. And yeah. I think people forget that because. But uh, it's true. It's about what you are and who you yeah, are and who what you, are. you want. If you, know? you get into a relationship and you put everything about yourself into it, making that other person happy, doing things for them, for the relationship, to keep the relationship going. And it doesn't work. You're going to wake up one day realizing that this was all about them and nothing about you. Or and you might not even people. know what it is that you want or or yeah, like you, in life. You, you know? would have forgotten who you were. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then you wake up realizing, oh, God, there's all these things that I never did in this relationship that I love in life. Or you lost yourself because you were so focused on the other person's problems. Yep. And the thing is, you know, somebody told me um, uh, just recently, if you allow somebody to, I guess it's a form of disrespect when it's all about the other person's problems. Yeah. If you start that, then you there's no boundary. It, it keeps no. going. And all of a sudden you're 10 years in, what you know, and you've lost yourself completely. Yeah. So, you know what, Lila? It is all about you. <laughs> you know? You specifically, Lila. I like, I like this. <laughs> So much, you guys. I'm gonna make so a book. So, <laughs> it's all about it's all, all about, about Lila, me, the dating yeah. guide. <laughs> it's all about Lila, and then we'll just follow no, you but, in a yeah. day. Yeah, it's like pictorials. That'd be, oh, so boring. Oh my god. No, but that's a good idea. A book. It's all about me. Yeah, me you, as in you. And then that would be a dating book because most yeah. dating books are how to find the one. Yeah, how yeah. to be the one. Why not all about me? And once you get that settled, you right. know how to pick the right guy. The art of finding you. Mm-hmm. So. Done. Do it. Couple questions. <laughs> Where's the best place to find a date? Like the best place to go for men and women if they oh want to gosh. find other singles. I've heard like Home Depot. <laughs> you know what? I was just <laughs> okay. This is true I told though. You, this is why I'm single. I do like a man <laughs> who knows how to work his hands. So I, I, Home Depot. I had an experience this past weekend. I was going to uh, a girlfriend of mine's baby shower, and I went to Target because she was registered there, for, and and I was in the aisle where all her stuff were, and there were several men there. And at first I thought, wow, this is a great place to meet guys. And then I realized they were all straight guys. Okay. Mm. So then I realized, of course. Then you called your friend Tabitha. Straight, <laughs> straight. I was like, you guys. But here was the thing. And they were all asking Come each other. Come 
911. Yeah. <laughs> aisle seven yeah. bottles at Target. <laughs> Diaper uh, aisle. Oh, they were married straight men. You didn't put that part in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, spoiled it. No, but the, the, um, the thing was is that, you know, straight guys don't know what to do there. And they were trying to understand how, you know, how oh, to re- read the paperwork, you know, for the yeah. registry. And they two guys had asked me, they're like, are you going to the same? But it was just like they were miserable shopping yeah. in that aisle. But, Hilarious. you know, there are places like that. Yeah. Like, you know, people who are straight guys are looking for, you know, other things to Man go to. Man traps. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely go to like Home it. Depot. That yeah. is that is actually very high on my list, straight and gay people, because, you know, women, if you want someone very handsy and, man, you know, and uh, manly, hands-on, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little callus on their hands, yeah. so hold you right, you right. know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's the guy good. that, yeah. yes. <laughs> go on. Power tools? Yes. <laughs> Hammer aisle? Where is That's it? That's right. That's right. But Home yes, no stepladders though. No. Yeah, but okay. then also, the step then also sports bars. Oh, I yeah. mean, let's not forget. I know it's not our favorite place. Who's to winning hang the out. match? That's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just bought this jersey. Is it right? <laughs> Wrong you even team. Know who's Wrong playing team? this oh, game, Tabasum. Uh, hey, yeah, listen, sure. I don't... Joe, go, Joe Montana. Yeah, you're all basketball. Yeah, sorry. But those are places. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's there's no wrong or right to where you can find them, but it's, there's there's gathering pools. But keep your eyes open. Yeah. And do the five-second rule. Absolutely. Listen, go to a sports bar. Um, definitely go to you know, hang out in the home. Where do guys go? You know, think about it. They There's, there's not a long list. There's you know? not. Women, you guys where are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but not with men. The, no. Yeah. Where are men? They're like, they're at the sports bar. They're at happy hour after work. They're at steak. Yeah. They're is not any, at the mall. They're, they're not, not at, at the, the mall. mall. Unless, hold on, I, and I, there's a footnote to this since it's the holidays, unless it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Then the last two weeks before Christmas, everyone's out. Probably okay? more like the night before Christmas. Yeah. Yes, or though, yes, definitely a lot of those. And I would go to, since you know we're on this, if you're trying to find a single man, I would go to the home stores mm-hmm. because they're trying to find gifts for their family. So that's a safe place, not like clothing stores, because uh-huh. men don't know how to buy clothing. They would rather buy a gift card. So go to the home stores. I gotcha. would I would bet on it that you would find a single man shopping for a family member there or for a friend. Or like, you know, even like Love the that. coffee shop in the mornings, like before work, like, Absolutely. you know. With your ponytail and your no makeup. There's always there. <laughs> so we got a whole vision. I know. Ponytail, no makeup at the coffee happen. shop or a sports bar. We have an entire pajamas. plan here. This is going to work out. Unshowered with my pajamas yeah. on. I'm very okay. approachable. Very approachable. <laughs> so, David, I do want to ask you about Millionaire Matchmaker because yes. it was a Bravo favorite for so long. Yeah, eight seasons. Is it coming back? It's coming back, but not on Bravo. What's happening with that? So, uh, so Patty left Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She, yeah. She, you know, she's wanting to do so much more. More. Mm-hmm. And I think she's getting an amazing opportunity to do this. Uh, excuse me, to do that now. And uh, we've just announced that the show is now going to be with WeTV. Fabulous, so that's the exclusive. That's, that's amazing. So exciting. Yeah. The exclusive. I love that show. You, yeah. you coming back on? Yes. Woo, David. <laughs> so, so it's going to be on there. We don't know much about it. Okay. Uh, I think that's kind of the fun part. Will we do, you know, other things? Will there? Will it be the same format? We don't know yet. But you have a whole. It's coming back. Patty needs to be on. Yeah. Patty needs to set us up. Tell us what oh, we're doing absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. And um, and I actually have learned a lot today 
mainly the first thing I need to look at somebody for five seconds yeah. without cracking up <laughs> or spitting out my drink. Yeah, you do practice. <laughs> good good it. luck. You need some practice. I am not practicing on this one, David. Um, where can everyone find you on your social media, and and where is everything? Because I know you have your Finding Cupid. Yeah. Still. Um, so you can always find me on my website, uh, FindingCupid.com, uh, it's, or Finding-Cupid.com. Actually, um, you can find my Instagram there, my social media, um, and you know I have my podcast that I do as well. Everything What's is on that website. What's the name of your podcast? Finding Cupid Radio. Pretty easy. Got it. Is <laughs> it on work. the iTunes Store? Yeah, you awesome. can download it for free on iTunes. Uh, you can also follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at David Cruz TMM, the Millionaire Matchmaker. Fabulous. You're amazing. I always learn so much when I'm Thank with you. you. You always give the best advice and you keep it real because um, real. we all make really like we make some stupid mistakes hey I've been there yeah. I've made all those mistakes yeah. I've been, made some bad mistakes <laughs> <laughs> some I won't tell anyone but, but yeah I've been there and so that's why I get it you know but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to share my advice <laughs> my, my you older give really wisdom. good advice and even on your on your finding Cupid there's some great you know just great Thank you. I don't want to say remedies, but just experiences and blogs about all yeah. of this. So the thing with Finding Cupid is it I created it to be a place for people to go to who still believe in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're in between in a relationship or starting to find one, this is a place where you can go to be inspired about it. And we say that you know this is a place where love still lives. And I have to tell you on that note, never stop believing. No, never stop believing. Don't you stop. can, you can't, you can have it all. I promise <laughs> you, Evan, you can have it all. You can have it all. That's the that's that's from the mouth of Mr. David Cruz, Millionaire Matchmaker. Yay. Love, I love, 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 love having you on. You're Thank definitely you going to be back me. on again. Yay. And I'm, I'm so happy that you got to enlighten all Thank of us. You. <laughs> Thank and you so much. And can't wait to see you on WeTV. Yes. I know. I'll can't keep wait. you posted. Can't wait. Thank, Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.